Hello, everyone. Happy Wednesday. Welcome back to another episode of the Event Hustler Show. I apologize. We're kicking off just a few minutes late. I know you guys are all sitting there just waiting with bated breath for us to jump on, uh, but life happens. So we're a few minutes late, but very, very excited to be here with everyone and with Cameron Toth. Uh, Cameron, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you very much for having me on your wonderful show. Always a pleasure to be with the Liz King Caruso family here. Of course, it is a huge pressure to have you on the show because you're like the ultimate host. I see you all the time on StreamYard and on Clubhouse. And so now uh, we get to be on, in this way where I get to ask you questions and put you under the microscope a little bit, which is really, really exciting. Well, I, like um, it I, I don't have to be on the controls for this one. So. <laughs> yeah, pushing all the buttons. Uh, but I do see we have several live people watching already. So welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. Please, please use the comments on whatever stream you are watching. Let us know that you're watching. Tell us where you're watching from. Say hi to Cameron. If you have any questions, toss them in the chat. I have heard that Cameron is not going to say no to any question. He didn't really say that, but I think you would pretty much answer anything that I'll throw your way. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm known as a man of, of many secrets. Uh, I don't know. I <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think we're good. So, all right. Um, we are seeing already Marcus here from Vancouver. Hello. He's watching us on Facebook. Um, and Cameron will be putting up some of these links that you're putting in there. All right. First yeah, of all. Wanted, I, we're talking about Clubhouse. So today at five, I do this. What is your why? What is your need room? So I figured I'd, I'd put that up early and often here to get people who haven't been on Clubhouse. If you're not really participating, that's a great room to start uh, because it's it's uh, low pressure. It's not the billion dollar uh, rooms that are uh, lining up the main <laughs> halls of uh, Clubhouse. Yeah, I was just so let's dive right into Clubhouse. I was just in a, a Clubhouse chat earlier today and I felt so bad for the poor speaker who kept saying, you know, I have to go. And they were like, well, we just have one more question for you. We're going to you know, let this person come on. And then they would just talk. I'm like, people cannot, but Clubhouse is amazing. Um, I know I've been really enjoying being on it and I see you're on it all the time. This, what is your why and what is your need is a regular thing that you do every week, right? Yeah, every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Uh, I was been fortunate in terms of community building. We have uh, Ramon Ray, uh, who you're very familiar with. Yeah. Uh, Stefan K. Theringer provides a group that we've been using for the past several weeks called the Entrepreneur's Cocktail. So if you're not a part of that group on Clubhouse, definitely join that. Stefan uh, is one of the world's best coaches. Ramon Ray is uh, amazing, uh, founder of smarthustle.com, just uh Got a role with, I'm going to mess up the, the name. NetSuite. Um, with NetSuite, right? So, yeah. you know, entrepreneur in residence, uh, Lynn Rowe, Leanne Calderwood, uh, so many great people that provide. Fenton Joseph, uh, who's, who's a website designer, great in the community, people that are providing insight to folks that are brave enough to talk about their why. You know, I think everybody um, is starting to understand, if they haven't already understood, how important the why is and why we do things. You know, my, my big why statement is, you know, I am, my life's mission is all about opportunity and education. And the why of that is because 17 year old me was lost 
And uh, a lot of what I do is going back and trying to retroactively help that kid in me that, that could have used that help, but that help wasn't there. Uh, and so I didn't graduate high school. I had a kid at 19. And so I'm very driven to help people not have those same outcomes. I wasn't connecting right now to 20 years from now. So uh, whether it's uh, the work that I do with soundbusiness.org, uh, where we do college and career preparatory and doing that exact same thing, uh, really using peer-to-peer engagement because you know, 42-year-old Cameron Toth can talk to a 14, 15, 16, 17, 18-year-old till I'm blue in the face and it's not really gonna make that much impact. However, you know, if if Rachel is telling Liz, hey, you know, you got to get your braid point up. We want to dance on the stage on December and May to be a part of the performing arts thing. Got to get that. Oh, and by the way, next week we're going on this college uh, workshop trip that really hit. So whether it's Clubhouse or high school or BizDev Live that I'm doing, you know, finding those ways to interact, influence people in ways that are meaningful and actually move the needle forward is, is, is all, all I'm about, uh, opportunity and education for literally every single person start with the low hanging fruit and working from there. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. I know you and I originally met on Twitter back in like what, 2009, 2010, yeah. something like that. So it's been yeah, quite a while. Yeah, we got uh, some of those BizBash uh, videos going the other yeah. uh, week. Oh yeah, cool. you were posting those in the Taxi Talk group and I was like, oh man, you're taking us back. <laughs> <laughs> these crazy times. It was so much fun though with all those events that we were attending. There was BizBash and there were so many networking events and and you and I are both in Westchester, New York, um, but always kind of like bumping into each other in the city. And I had an opportunity to go to some of the high schools that you help and that you work with. Um, can you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, absolutely. Actually, um, tomorrow... Uh, April 8th, uh, 2021, we're going to be doing a virtual career day. Normally we're in the building and it's one of those lovely few opportunities that a high school student would actually engage one-on-one with an adult, let alone a professional, but an adult, right? You know, whether it's in their homes and siblings and different things going on, but, you know, an adult in a non, like, you're in trouble. This is, you know, just an actual like, you know, adult to, you know, teenager kind of one-on-one mentorship experience. So we'll be doing that tomorrow on Zoom uh, with a good good amount of the population that's a part of the uh, soundbusiness.org program at A. Philip Randolph Campus High School. Uh, that program I've been involved with for the last 25 years. And again, it goes back to, to my why I got originally uh, interacted, engaged with the program uh, as an intern. In my senior year of high school, I went to school downtown Manhattan and went up uh, on the train to A. Philip Randolph and started interning with my mentor, Charles Thompson. And I stayed involved, even though I got involved because I was a DJ and I was faxing record labels uh, for swag, for bad boy records and duck down records and getting free swag. And so I was excited about it at that time. Uh, but I stayed because I saw, you know, my life was happening literally uh, as I was involved in this program. And I saw the the, the mentorship and the value of the program uh, and saw kind of the things that I was kind of missing and lacking in my own uh, education. And as I progressed, I was like, man, this is something that, you know, I could have used as a, as a freshman uh, in high school. And certainly I see kids... Uh, it's, it's particularly aimed at socio, socioeconomically challenged students, but I've seen 
very affluent, you know, upper middle class, even wealthy parents struggle with the whole college career thing. So I think it's a, it's a valuable piece of the puzzle that just about everybody can use. And I'm super passionate about it because of my own life experiences. Yeah. So what are some of those things that you wish you had access to when you were in high school or, or even earlier? Yeah. So I was raised by my father. My mother was out on the West Coast. So I didn't have that dual parent and certainly not, you know, too uh, affluent, successful, you know, putting me in every program and tutors and, you know, having dinners on Friday night with executives from the bank or some other leading institution. Right. And so for kids that don't have that, which I did not, you need mentorship advice, some of that guidance, some of that push, right, to, to sort of look out and see and understand that there's opportunities. So this program in particular creates that peer-to-peer engagement. As we know, adults just kind of talking, down, especially talking down to kids, but even, you know, what do, what do they know, right? I'm, you know, full of hormones. I'm 16, I'm 17 years old. I'm thinking about right now, everything is a life crushing moment. I went into, you know, English class and the girl didn't look at me the right way. I'm taking it some kind of way. That's my focus, right? I'm not really connecting right now to 20 years from now. So having the peer to peer engagement with programs that really make the fun of like, all right, I'm going to go hang out with Tommy and Rachel and we're going to do college and career information stuff, I'm sort of seeing some of the the doors of opportunity that could be open to me, the educational pieces of that. Oh, let me look at a at a college campus beyond the cafeteria and the and the fineness of the men or women on campus. Let me look at the educational resources, the financial resources that can actually, is college worth it? Am I going to a place where the person that's in the seat next to me is actually committed and cares about finishing that college education so that the money I'm spending and the time that I'm spending to be in that institution actually turns into, oh, wow, I went to school with with Liz King and she's doing this and she knows someone and I can give her a call up and, and she's a good resource. She's a good contact for me versus going to, and I don't want to knock community colleges. You can go to community colleges, some of the, the city campuses, you can go get a great education. Some of those people driven to go on to do great things. But if you look at the numbers, right, if I go to, uh, you know, CUNY or a um, uh, city city college in New York, which is right a Philip Randolph Campus High School in Harlem, sits on the city college campus. You go across the street, and literally, you have a less than one in ten chance of graduating in four years, just based on the numbers from city campus. If I go to Middlebury in Vermont, I have a ninety-one percent, just based on the pure numbers of it. 91% chance of graduating for six years. That is amazing. And just understanding some of those mathematical, you know, kind of pieces that if I do certain things, it's just automatically going to make my life easier. It's going to automatically make me have more choices open to me. A college degree isn't necessary. You know, as well as I do, you don't need a college degree to go out and be a leader. You don't need a college degree to go out and do certain things 
but it does open the doors. If you want to be an educator, if you want to get a pay bump uh, in the military automatically by entering, there's going to be doors that just automatically open to you. So understanding what educational opportunities, what career opportunities, what you need for what, and being able to connect you know, right now to where I want to be 20 years from now and what steps I need to do to get there. I mean, I know what the hell I want to do, but just having the ability to choose and make a certain amount of income based on having some tools in my, my, my bucket really, really impact uh, outcomes for a given individual. Yeah. I mean, I, I still don't know if I know what I want to do either. And I think that that 20 year journey is really hard for people to figure out. You know, it's hard for me to think 20 years later, what is this? What is everything I'm doing now? How is that going to impact? You know, I totally get the teenager, you know, they just, they cannot even think about that at this point. Um, but I, I, like you said, a college degree is certainly not mandatory for you to get to where you want to be. And and you are like a true hustler. I've seen you in the events industry for many years, as we talked about. Now you're doing all this stuff on Clubhouse. So tell us just about like what you're doing now and, and what that journey is like for, um, especially over like the last year or two. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll just say hello to folks in the chat. I see Mark and Susan. Hi, Susan. Um, yeah, absolutely. So you know, being on Clubhouse, being in the events industry, doing this whole thing on BizDev Live, you know, I think the, you know, the the common kind of piece, social media is a big deal. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that will tell you, hey, be on social media. I have a business, Toth Event Staffing. And one of the big things with Toth Event Staffing, because, you know, you could spend all your time on social media and wouldn't necessarily turn into results for a very local service-based business. But one of the things that's really helped me over time is staying in touch with past customers, right? So social media, you know, for Toth Event Staffing has been very heavy in Facebook and uh, community groups that I'm not even a part of. So there's that word of mouth thing. Um, and then, you know, you look at BizDev Live where I took, you know, I had put some videos up in 2009 of the, with the nonprofit and I'd seen the 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 progress there. Meanwhile, I'm listening to like folks like Gary Vee. They're saying they're saying the importance of social media. I'm like, oh, I should get on social media. And then I see, oh wow, these videos that I posted in 2009 with the nonprofit in 10 years without optimizing anything, without doing YouTube thumbnails and keywords or anything, those had generated 40,000 views. I was like, wow, okay, this is this is meaningful. This is this is special. I need to treat this platform seriously. And when you start sort of flipping that switch on, oh, wow, I need to treat these platforms, this social media thing seriously. Now, the reason I, I started up BizDev Live and not like the Toth Event Staffing Hospitality Channel is because my happy place, the, the real excitement for me has been around uh, providing career advice and, and doing those sort of things, the same kind of stuff that I do with the students. But, you know, when i Interviewed, interviewed over 700 uh, hospitality professionals uh, for Toth Event Staffing over the last 10 years. My happy place is when we get into that career discussion, where do you want to go? Let me recommend this book or this person to contact. Con oh, you want to get into uh, virtual events? Co contact Liz, right? You know, they, um, you know, I know somebody, I can connect you uh, to somebody uh, giving that advice. You know, there was one woman that was a bartender and uh, 
she was looking for an accounting role because she had just finished her accounting degree. And I was like, make sure you negotiate. Don't accept that first offer. Apply to multiple places. And getting that phone call from her that was like, I got the job and negotiated the salary. They gave it to him really happy, you know, so that, that was my happy place. So that's why I started up BizDev Live, which is all about providing uh, entrepreneurship information and business owner information from business owners and entrepreneurs to business owners and entrepreneurs. Um, Clubhouse, right? Treating platforms seriously. I was on LinkedIn for a long time. I wasn't treating it seriously. I was on these things. Here's Clubhouse. It comes along. Um, it definitely reminded me of, of Twitter back in, in 2009, definitely had that feel to it. And so let me treat this seriously. Let me get on here. Let me make sure that I, I may not live on the platform like some of these folks out here, but let me make sure I'm hosting a room every week. Let me make sure that I'm, that I'm treating it seriously because there's a social media land grab. It's an opportunity. And just in terms of like the tactics and the purpose of being on Clubhouse, because I think a lot of people, you know, especially that have invested a lot of time in Clubhouse. All right, well, I'm investing all this time, but it's not creating content for me. It's not creating, you know, evergreen material. What's the use of being on Clubhouse? Clubhouse is a great community building tool. Instagram, which is not something that I treated serious, another platform, I've been on it, but I didn't really yeah. treat it serious. But Clubhouse, the way that it connects to Instagram, man, I was on Clubhouse and suddenly my Instagram following and, and interaction and engagement is going up. Wow. Like, you know, so you can leverage Clubhouse to build community, bring people over to these other platforms. And I think one of the things with both Clubhouse, LinkedIn, Facebook is the, the big secret or the big tactic or strategy is make sure that that time that you invest uh, ends up coming into a sum of net people added into your network, real live connections. Mm -hmm. We have email addresses, ways to interact with people outside of the platform, because whether the platform's around tomorrow or the next, you don't want to be in a situation where you've invested all this time, but you really haven't built up any material connection to people. So how are you doing that? Because I think I agree that's totally important. A lot of it is like, jumping into people's Instagrams or they're, you know, connecting with me on Instagram and then I'm forwarding them over to, to LinkedIn because I think LinkedIn is the yeah. easiest place for me to get a read on somebody. Not to say that I'm not open to connecting with everybody. I'm open to connecting with everybody, but folks that, you know, are going to be uh, folks that actually want to interact on a little bit of a higher level than just like, Hey, uh, you know, I'm getting them over onto LinkedIn and then they're becoming a part of my community. They're, they're participating in events like networking by BizDev Live on Tuesdays at 12 p.m. that I do. They're, you know, getting involved with BizDev Live, you know, the show that I do every day at 11 a.m. in terms of jumping on there and interacting. People that I've met on Clubhouse have become fans of the YouTube show. So, you know, just pulling them over to all of these different platforms to actually make them connections, which I, I love that with LinkedIn that, you know, you're, you're building connection. LinkedIn is definitely my, my favorite platform. So the biggest thing for me in particular for me and, and people are, you know, definitely have their, their platform of choice. It might be a newsletter. So just getting somebody to give you their email, uh, getting onto the website and getting that funnel or whatever started. But for me, it's getting them over to, to LinkedIn 
uh, building the connection and the following there. And I'll jump in and then we'll do a, a one-to-one. I have a one-to-one calendar that's booked out. So that's like the end-all goal to get that face-to-face. Um, and then, you know, because they're booking on my Calendly, I have their email, I have information on them. And then you can really have some uh, opportunity to interact with them. And the, I think the most joyful thing that um, I get a big charge and, and great amount of satisfaction from is, all right, now I'm meeting with you and I find out that you're interested in so-and-so and I know so-and-so over here who's interested in that and I'm able to connect you because you're a part of my community and I really know something material about both of you and know that you'll be interested in connecting with each other. Yeah, and you are a master connector. So I think that you're always doing that for other people, but then I'm sure that keeps you top of mind for all of those people that you're connecting. Um, you know, to your point, Clubhouse is not something that's being recorded. And it's it that's kind of what's nice about it is that it's not all for marketing and all being repurposed 5,000 times elsewhere. It's like what happens, happens live, and then it's over. Um, but you have a really strong strategy in terms of taking what you're doing live, moving into Instagram, moving yeah. into LinkedIn, moving into Calendly. And, and that's a lot of work, right? I mean, that's in and of itself. If you host one good room a week, that's a lot of work. <laughs> it's, and, you know, it's it's good templating. I think you know the the value of of a template cannot be underestimated. Whether um, that's something like, uh, you know, just uh, an email template that you can easily customize, but making those those steps really easy. Um, Instagram has got some great tools, which I discovered after getting on Clubhouse and trying to figure it out. But they have some great mm-hmm. template tools. Um, and I think the biggest thing is, you know, using those template tools, customizing things, you know, getting, you know, things into a language that makes sense to you. So, you know, there's, there's authentic connection, uh, but not sweating anybody, you know, insulting the way that you're connecting. I've definitely had like one or two people out of like a thousand people say, oh, well, you just sent this message and next, right? Like if you don't want to connect with me, you don't like the way I'm connecting with you, um, you know. It is what it is. Um, so just keep pushing forward and um, keep connecting, uh, keep bringing people in, keep putting out content. You know, a, a big, big part of my journey over the last year is creating, you know, content for all these channels, getting really comfortable on Canva. I started out like doing things uh, inside of uh, Keynote of uh, for anybody that does isn't isn't aware, Keynote is like the the Mac version of uh, PowerPoint for, yeah. for PC users, and so I was really comfortable on Keynote, and I was creating graphics, but that was slow. And then I was you know erasing backgrounds for guests on uh, my phone, and then uploading that to the computer just to get it onto uh, a Keynote slide that I could then screenshot and then put it. So that was a lot of steps right now. Everything that I just said is happening within uh, Canva. It's, it's a push of a button. I'm able to create things easily. So getting really fast with content creation and the next step, like to make things easier and to scale up is, is getting people on my team and teaching them all the things that I've learned how to do. Uh, one of the the best books that I've read, you know, within the last couple of years is uh, The E-Myth Revisited by Michael E. Gruber. And it talks about creating your systems and processes. So really getting comfortable with, you know, each role that you kind of do as a company. So I've become this content creator. So, all right, under the content creation, you know, position, 
I do this, I do that, I do that. And being able to hand that off to somebody so that I can scale up and have other people create content is going to be a really, really big deal. Um, I have a, you know, a brick and mortar business, per, you know, so to speak of, uh, in terms of Totem and staffing, it's a regional business, uh, for New York, Connecticut, New York city. Um, that business, even though I don't promote tote event stamping all over the place, just the fact that my name uh, is always out there. I mean, the phone is ringing again because things are opening up and I, I can't not believe that has some small uh, piece because my <laughs> I'm literally all over the place on social media uh, because of the show, because of all the content that I'm putting out. Yeah. And I think I absolutely agree that it's the name recognition. That's thought leadership building. You know, people hear that name over and over again, and it becomes synonymous with whatever that big thing is that you're talking about all the time. And that yields such big things. I think, you know, one thing that you mentioned that I think is really important, I want to make sure our listeners grab onto is this evolution of getting better at something. I think a lot of people get overwhelmed by, I have to be out there. I have to be everywhere. I have to be on Clubhouse, even though I don't have an account and I'm not sure what it is. And they get obsessed with this idea that they have to do all these things and be all these places. But there's that learning curve. Like you talked about creating images on Keynote. You know, that is what has to happen. And what's more important is the constant action that you're constantly trying something new. That's what I love about watching your journey on social media, right? Like I've seen all your different backgrounds on BizDev Live. I've seen the clubhouse rooms and I've seen what they look like in the beginning or what they sound like in the beginning, what they sound like now. That evolution, I really believe is what makes people become attached to you. Yeah. Hearing your voice over and over again. But it's almost like being like a fan, you know, like I want to see you succeed. And so every time I see an innovation, and I see the failures too, not just with you, but with anyone, people fail. And so you kind of see like, oh man, that sucked. But then they came back the next week and it was so much better. you know. And so I feel like that's the piece that makes people become so attached to you. And then they want to buy from you, right? If they're going to buy from anyone, they want to buy from someone they've heard of, that they think is a good person, that they like. Um, and so I, I can see that Clubhouse, but you know, many social platforms have been a really good way for you to build all of that up. Um, and, and I see plenty of people watching now who are your fans, you know, they've watched that growth. And I think that's an important piece. It's just the action. You are out there. That's what I mean about hustler, right? You're like always out there meeting new people, trying new things. I've seen you, like I said earlier, billion networking events. Um, and all of this comes together to make you the success that you are. And I mean, the last year has been insane for everybody. Yeah. Um, but here you are still plugging away, still doing new things. And I think that's really admirable. So, I mean, thank you. Yeah. I think a lot of people are, I mean, including myself, you know, burnt out over this last year being in home at home so much, um, not, you know, having the usual vacations and family activities that break up the, uh, the minutia. Like i really tired of being at this desk. Like, I feel like I live at this desk. Um, and so sometimes in terms of like the work that I'm, I have to go like literally physically move my laptop to another, uh, desk or, or place in the house 
because I'm just like, I'm over this spot uh, in my house. I think so many people are there. I know so many people are there. I've had so many different conversations around it. But then, you know, there's light at the tunnel. I got my first vaccination last week. So by the end of April, I'll be fully vaccinated. And I think a lot of people are on that trajectory. I anticipate by June, I'm getting a lot of June bookings for events. So it certainly seems like people are feeling a lot more comfortable. And, uh, you know, I think a lot of people put in work. I mean, I know there was a lot of people that were lost. I was reading a article this morning about somebody that, you know, was dealing with the pandemic last year and was like, yep. And then I went and watched seven seasons of, uh, or 17 seasons of Grey's Anatomy. And I was like, yeah, I feel you. Like I definitely, definitely, definitely feel you Yeah. Um, for the folks that like put in work that got busy you know, and, and this was something that was said, you know, in a meeting that I was in early on, uh, part of Master Networks and networking organization that I'm part of. I'm actually uh, president of the Mount Pleasant chapter. The, um, you know, gentleman in the room, Rob Genovese was like, you know, this, you know, and this was really early, like, like March, he said this. And I thought it was so, so present. Those that put in the work now are going to come out of this so much stronger. And I think, you know, we we're talking about, you know, 20 years in the future, it's, it's very difficult to sort of think about that. But, you know, whether you're talking about saving money or putting in effort, work, exercise, whatever it is, it's just that understanding, like it's tough. It's, it's a challenge, but the discipline of just doing it is going to yield amazing, amazing results. So powerful and so true. You know, no one wants to think about all the hard work and the day-to-day activity. <laughs> but then when you are 20 years down the road and you can look back or five years down the road, it's not always so long, but you can look back and see the results of all of that work. It, I don't think anyone who's at that point would say it wasn't worth it, right? right? It's just about convincing yourself and getting yourself to do it for long enough. Um I think that was a perfect way to kind of wrap up this this episode with you. Um, you have been the epitome of hard work and trying new things, and and I want to put up this again for Clubhouse tomorrow. You got you have uh, your weekly conversation. What is your why? What is your need? Anything you want people to know about how to connect with you? Um, anything about Clubhouse? How would you, all these people are watching? How do you want to make sure that they know? about yeah if, if if you would if you're watching this you want to support me uh subscribe to the youtube channel you can find me uh online you can just google uh cameron toth uh or you can go to youtube itself and uh type in cameron toth you'll find my channel you can also type in biz dev live i challenge you uh to type in biz dev live on youtube you'll see a whole bunch of my videos come up uh we have i have created uh with all my fabulous guests including uh the amazing liz king caruso here uh 222 episodes so far since last april of the show that's crazy awesome (laughs) uh, we will also share these links in our blog recap cameron thank you so much for taking the time with us today um i think you know, just really good to hear, you know, also just your personal story, but then what you've been doing with Clubhouse and over the course of last year to really crush it. Uh, I encourage people to join your Clubhouse. I'm going to try to make sure I'm there too. I, I, you know, I'm in and out on several different ones that you've had. Um, But tomorrow night, five o'clock, what is your why? What is your need? This is the link, but you can always just look for Cameron on Clubhouse. And and if you're a creator, Craig sent this over to me and it's big in the news today. 
like TikTok and, and many other platforms, they have really, um, they're noting that creators, the people that are putting in the work, um, really power the platform. So they have instituted a new uh, program uh, so that creators actually can get paid on the platform through people ah. donating. So you can actually uh, apply for that program. Uh, if you if you don't if you want to find it, you can message me and I'll, I'll send you the link to it. Uh, Craig sent it to me early, uh, I think uh, earlier in the week. So <laughs> nice. Craig, is, Craig is awesome. He's all all. You didn't over. even send it to me. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good. I I did hear that they were doing something like that. So I think it's great. I'm glad to hear that. I don't know. Do you know if it's going to be like? I've heard it's going to be like tipping. Or you so yeah, right now I think it's set up as tipping, but I mean the cool thing is um it's it's a hundred percent uh to the creator. There's a, a I think the fee for the 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 charge that gets paid for, but what Clubhouse is saying, they're not taking any fee, so it's not any money nice. directly to Clubhouse, it's all the money goes to uh, the creator, I, you know, I think it remains to be seen. How is Clubhouse actually going to be uh, profitable? How are they going to make money to actually uh, extend the platform? But, you know, it's still iOS only. There's so many users on the platform. Yes, there's a whole bunch of uh, copycats in the making, and we'll see um, what those turn out to be. But it's certainly a great platform. And uh, I think this audio only has a lot of appeal for folks. Yeah. Uh, so I don't think it's going anywhere soon and uh, it doesn't hurt to get on the platform and take advantage of both uh, the learning that goes into actually being on the platform and the learning you get from the people that are on the platform because you got some major players that are looking to give out some information for free to, you know, draw an audience. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, thank you so much, Cameron. I want to respect your time, but really no love always catching up with you. Um, we will be back next week with yet another episode of the Event Hustler Show on Wednesdays at 1.30 p.m. Eastern time. And we'll share the recording of this on our podcast and on our blog so people will see it far and wide. Thank you so much, Cameron. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Talk soon, everyone. Bye.